Up next is a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson, pastor of Believer's Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. Subscribe to our podcast by visiting burningdogradio.com and clicking on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Burning Dog Radio. The Gospel of John, chapter 6. Verse 53, Jesus therefore said to them, Most certainly I tell you, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you don't have life in yourself. He who eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life, and I will raise him up in the last day. For my flesh is food indeed, and my blood is drink indeed. He who eats my flesh and drinks my blood lives in me, and I in him. Now the impact of this greater passage is vast. We are often quick to embrace the teaching of, quote, he who believes in me has eternal life, end quote. That's back in verse 47. But we don't read on in the text to ascertain just what a belief entails and and what it costs me. Speaking some of the most emphatic words he ever delivered, Jesus said, most certainly I tell you. (laughs) Or, quote, you can take this to the bank, end quote. Eating of his flesh and drinking of his blood, this is literally the consuming of his life, the participatory embracing of his death, and it's all mandatory to the presence of his new life within us. Often this level of discipleship is considered an aspect of some sort of secondary spiritual step, you know, an optional level for the few, the elite, those special folks who are called to the pastorate or to the missions field. But that's not true, not according to this passage. Herein we are told that failing this full embrace of the life and death of Christ, we, all of us, have no life in us. This is the taking upon us the overt presence of our Redeemer, where we exist in Him and He exists in us. This is where we, like, like in a marriage, become one flesh with Him. This is true redemption. This is real salvation. This is Christianity. Our religious society today wants to tone this down to soft pedal this truth for fear. Well, it will alienate the average Joe. But frankly, I have no doubt that it will and it does, even today. For Christianity, at least the brand Jesus promoted and thus the only true version, it is radical It is all-encompassing, and it is full immersion. Again, we are reminded, Matthew 7, 14, how narrow is the gate and the way is restricted that leads to life, and there are few who will find it. Few will find it. You see, biblical Christianity will never be embraced by the masses of religious seekers. It may appear that the Spirit of God is on the move in some churches, But it can often be merely the birds, a picture of evil roosting in a mustard tree, that which actually represents an abnormal cancerous growth. If you want to know more about that idea, you should read Matthew 13. Truth be told, a lot of folks have endured in the religious world under their own power for a very long time. They did so playing at faith and embracing the appearance of Christianity. Now these folks eventually unravel every time, clearly manifesting that, quote, departing from us, 
They were never part of us, end quote. Verse 57 says, as the living father sent me and I live because of the father. So he who feeds on me will also live because of me. This is the bread which came down out of heaven. Not as our fathers ate the manna and died. He who eats this bread will live forever. He said these things in the synagogue as he taught in Capernaum. Now, Jesus claimed to live because of or moreover by the Father. He drew breath because God gave him breath. He lived for the Father, for his glory, in his plan, and on a mission. Therefore, the one who eats of this bread, being Christ himself, lives in all of that purpose, meaning, and significance of life. And furthermore, apart from that relationship with Christ, there is no life. Now again, please note one little caveat here, and that is the tense in this passage is present and continuous action. Therefore, a person must continue to partake, continue to eat and feast upon Christ to keep his sense of purpose and meaning, to really live, to live abundantly. Now that does not mean one can lose their salvation. That's not what I'm inferring herein. It means that I must stay connected to the power in order to keep moving and keep growing. The reality is, like those who wandered in the wilderness with Moses, many will spend their lives sitting in a pew week after week, eating the manna from heaven, but never feasting on the real Jesus. Jesus points out that those in the wilderness, those who ate the manna day in and day out, well, they're all dead. True life, true life comes not from manna, but from Jesus. Not from religion, but from Jesus. Not from church attendance, but from Jesus. Verse 60 of our text says, Therefore many of his disciples, when they heard this, said, This is a hard saying. Who can listen to it? But Jesus, knowing in himself that his disciples murmured at this, said to them, Does this cause you to stumble? Then what if you could see the Son of Man ascending to where he was before? It is a spirit who gives life. The flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak to you are spirit and are life. But there are some of you who don't believe. For Jesus knew from the beginning who they were who didn't believe and who it was that would betray him. And he said, for this cause I have said to you that no one can come to me unless it is given to him by my Father. At this, many of his disciples went back and walked no more with him. For many, this level of commitment in this chapter is unbearable. It's, in fact, unthinkable. That was our daily devotions by Pastor Tim Dodson. To learn more about Tim Dodson or Believer's Church, visit jfbelievers.com.